Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What's up, Hot breath Averse? Welcome back. This is Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros, I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and today is a very special episode. Every day in our Facebook group, you've probably heard our live Q&As we've done with like Dan Soder and Mark Normand and Ron Funches. Well, we also do a daily writing club in there, and we decided to do a weekly joke writing contest. So this is the interview from the first ever winner of our Write 10 Joke Contest. The winner gets $100 and a hot breath interview. So what you are hearing is winner Bob Jorgensen. You're hearing his set, but then also breaking down the mechanics and just the really how the sausage is made in comedy, which is really what we love doing here at Hot Breath. So if you want to get involved in these in the future, go into the description of this. Click join the Facebook group. I've also pasted a link to where you can get on the wait list for the next writing contest. The last one filled up literally like as soon as we posted it. And I don't have a date for the next one yet, but I want to make sure you get first dibs on it. So also click on that link in the description to get involved in the next one where you can win possibly $100 and your own hot breath episode here. So congratulations to Bob. It was very well deserved. It was a tight race between the top three, but to the victor goes Bob Jorgensen. So if you enjoy his set, reach out to him, connect with him like he said on Twitter, join our Facebook group, connect with him there, get involved with other comics and connect around the world. But without further ado, Hot Breathiverse, I present to you the world's first winner of the Right 10 Joke Contest, Bob Jorgensen. Okay, write 10 club contest, take 147. In three, two, one. It's embarrassing when my dog sniffs people's crotches because he's a chihuahua and I have to lift him up in order to do it. It's okay, just don't break eye contact. It'll be better for both of us. I did a segment on a reality show called Embarrassing Bodies. It took a lot of balls to do that show. Three, to be exact. When a male penguin embarrasses itself in front of its mate, it searches the beach for the shiniest pebble it can find and brings it back as an apology. So you see, ladies, it's not just me. Penguins can't make a woman come either. You think your childhood was embarrassing? My dad's name was Richard. That means half my family photos were dick pics. I'm particularly embarrassed for the terrorists. It, for years, it's been, we will kill tens of thousands of Americans, and uh, we will destroy your economy. Well, but we managed to do that with two kids. Uh, thought about maybe going back to grad school? You'll probably meet a lot more virgins there than you would ever becoming a martyr. Sex with me is a lot like going to the gym. There's a lot of grunting, a lot of sweating. I'm alone. I'm also disgusted by what I see in the mirror. All right, 
That is a hot 90 seconds right there on the freaking dot, according to my... All right, everyone. Right, tenors. Welcome the first ever champ of the Right 10 contest, the one and only Bob Jorgensen, ladies and gentlemen. Good up for Bob Jorgensen. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Crazy. Ooh, how does I did not feel, see Bob? that coming. I did not see that coming. I'm just going to be flat out right there. That that took me by complete surprise. It really did. So really? I appreciate everybody who voted. I really do. Ugh. What's going? So yeah. Thanks. <laughs> what's uh? What's going? Scoot um. Scoot to your left. Just a skosh. There we go. Because I, I have you framed up in a cool champion my, my thing. My camera right does now. not like me at all, so I, I apologize. The whole setup is really dark. I don't know why. I'm Ooh, in the murder great, room. Come on, see, champ. So. I, I know. You've been I, here before, champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's. I've never been here before. Uh, that's never happened. So this is the first validation I've gotten so far. So thanks. What is uh, What are you feeling right now? What's going through your head? Uh, I'm I'm super surprised. I really I really thought that Scott had it. Um, no offense to EJ. Uh, but, no no no. I mean, but I mean, like I said, we all know Scott's like super powerful and he's a joke machine. Um, I I just. I tried my best, gave it all I got, and I appreciate everybody who laughed. So, wow. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, so I'm, I'm riding pretty high right now because I'm like, I almost didn't enter. Like, I was very close to just not entering at all. Wow. Um, yeah, so I, I was really on the fence about it and uh, just did it kind of at the last minute. So I was like, well, you know, I, if I don't do it now, I probably won't ever get the guts to do it. So uh, that's... That's how it worked out, and so I'm glad. I'm yeah, really how glad. Did, that, how did you overcome that doubt, like that resistance of who am I to do this? Um, to be quite honest, uh, my wife had a large part of that. Nice. Um, she's been super supportive of my hobby, yeah. <laughs> you know, as we call it. Um, but uh, she, so I, I just talked it out with her, and I was like, you know, I. She's like, well, you know, we can't be doing this every week. I'm like, I don't think that's how it goes. Because, <laughs> you know, 10 bucks a week, I mean, that's a little crazy. But I'm like, no, I just, I just want to try it just to say I can I can have done it. Um, plus, I thought, you know, I really wanted to – I thought the writing exercise itself would have been really good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to do that, and uh, I wanted, like, a focused – time to work on a certain topic and she's like oh yeah what the hell why not it's 10 bucks so um yeah so i mean here we are oh <laughs> uh, yeah and yeah you can now tell her you turn that ten dollars into a hundred dollars all because of your copywriting yeah. skills so i i i turned it into t- 10 more contest entries that's yeah <laughs> she doesn't know that but that's what, that's what I'm yeah, that that's been like the overall feedback is like everyone that's competed a lot of people are like wow this really like forced me to sit down and write about something personal and really it really having skin in the game almost adds a new level of like accountability that people seem to really benefit from yeah i mean it was slightly so the thing about like the right 10 club in general it's like focus panic 
right? Because you've got like a limited amount of time frame. Uh-huh. And so this was more, this was more just panic and stages. It's like, oh, I went, I went today and I didn't write anything. <laughs> you know, so now it's like, oh, I'm three days closer. Right. Uh, maybe I'll sit down. You know, so it's one of those things where it's, you know, it's always in the back of your mind. And that's never been a trait that I had before when I was writing. Because I was... You know, I, I was like a novelist. Like, I was a wannabe novelist. I never w- thought about writing jokes, oh. like, ever. And then uh, it was just on my bucket list to try. And now I'm like, oh, maybe maybe I was never that. Maybe I was always this. Because I like this a lot more. And so that's how I kind of got there. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, and you were, you were posting the other day about, I, th- I think it was it. Was it in the class Q and A when you were asking how to talk to Q&A, family yeah. about when you, when you want to get into comedy and all that? So yeah, yeah, like trying to make that sort of like how do I how I essentially come out of the comedy closet, right? And just like yeah, break break the news, like sit everybody down, and like I'm sorry, everybody, I'm a comic. You know, it's one of those things. <laughs> so who knows? You know, time will tell. I mean, it's just a matter of uh, can I keep the enthusiasm going? You know. Uh, and, and just keep enjoying it, I think. And so far, there's been no no dip in that. And that's only because, you know, I'm getting up every morning to do this. Yeah. Right. Staying you consistent. Know, that's that's a huge thing. Yeah, actually putting in the work. And, um, oh, this is interesting. With um, uh, Van, Van Carey asked, did you really record it 147 times? <laughs> uh no um one of the things that i like about comedy is just exaggerating and that's always been like people are like okay bob you're just you're you're blowing this way out of proportion so it was actually like i think take four um and and it's strictly because uh well the first well i had zero confidence (laughs) i was like oh god that's just i would always get to like the last joke and i'm like oh no gotta redo it gotta redo it gotta redo it mm-hmm. um and so there was like that kind of stumble out there because I, I wanted it to make it seem like i had memorized it better than i did because i have a hard time memorizing jokes i just do um and so it was take four because i had a lot of problem with the file size so i couldn't submit so i'm like oh, okay yeah. well, i had to redo it in a different format so uh, i was just i was just like i'm never gonna get this submitted so i'll just be a little snarky and throw a slate on there yeah that i won't i won't say that that won the set for me like in terms of like i wasn't like oh he wins just because he did that but that was like it i was laughing immediately you know that's i and that wasn't even part of your set yet but i think that all got us like oh this is going to be a good time just from <laughs> just from that one thing, it really gave us a lot. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, that, I appreciate was, that was so that, really that, is, that is kind of how I am. I mean, if you, you know, I'm I'm more of a just a little kind of snippet like yeah. snark guy. I don't do a lot of like long involved uh, jokes by design. So um, yeah, and from your experience yeah. level, man, like yeah, you haven't have you ever you haven't even performed stand up right yet. <sighs> I've done four open mics. Four open mics. Uh, okay. And on one of those occasions, there were actual civilians. Gotcha. Like there were like other non-comics in the room. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, there's like there was like just one bar where people would just kind of wander in and like maybe catch the show. 
and you know so yeah so four open mics uh, plus the feedback open if you count that as an open mic we know mm-hmm. that was just other comics too but um yeah so oh this we'll see is, how it goes. yeah this is great we're getting some good questions here too um um, Chase Bonin asked, which joke did you write first? Oh gosh. Um, the first, the first one I wrote was the, uh, was a dog one. I, 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 uh, well, no, um, that's not true. Uh, because the one about, um, sex with me, like in the gym, that was one that I had workshopped before. Um, and I had actually done on, on set for an open mic before, but I had, I had to tweak it because, uh, Mitt actually gave me some really good feedback about how to tweak that mm. in the because I did it again for him, and so I'm like, okay, but do I want that as a? The big question was, do I want that as my closer? Is that a big enough of a laugh? I'm still on the fence about that, <laughs> you know, because uh, for 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 this set and for a previous set, that was my closer. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I would love feedback on that too. But yeah, but that was the only joke that I had like worked on before. Everything else was through after that just basically in order like i wrote the chihuahua one wrote the you know i wrote the one about being embarrassed about a reality show and and then decided okay well i actually like that structure and so i kept it so yeah yeah and that's um something uh trent just said it's uh important to note bob did his set in one take and didn't read aloud he performed and that's something i was making note of to um be sure to include in our next writing contest which Anyone, anyone interested um, in joining the next one? I mean, this one filled up like literally like as soon as we announced it. But in the comments, I'm going to go ahead and paste a, um, a link to a form to where you can sign up for the wait list. Um, we don't have one on the calendar yet, but you can go ahead and get on the wait list. So you can be the first to know about it. But um, that is something I want to include for next time. It's not required to memorize it. But I think memorizing it helps you to deliver it and not just be reciting it because you really did perform it as well. Well, uh, thanks. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I I didn't want it to be like all like cheesy flashy or anything like that. But at the same time, yeah, I, I just like I, I just like kind of doing that whole shtick. <laughs> you know, that's that's just kind of like I always wear a suit when I'm performing. So I thought I'd do it for the set, too. You know, oh, that's um, perfect. Yeah. And um, uh, Mitt asks, uh, "What's your favorite joke?" Like ever? Oh I think gosh! I think from this set, like, what's your favorite joke oh. from this set? Oh, uh, my favorite joke from the set would—it's um, a toss-up, but I, I think it's got to be the terrorist bit. Yeah, just because I, I've been thinking in my brain for a long time how how do I make terrorism funny. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's that. Uh, no, but I wanted to do. I had this whole idea of a bit of okay. Well, everybody's got their standard COVID jokes. So how do I how do I take that without doing a direct COVID joke, right? And so I thought, okay, well, you know, uh, plus it's also like a little bit of a dig and a commentary on what we've got going on, which is like the subversive little nugget that I have in my in my belly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that I would kind of take that. I really wanted to do. I was concerned that is that bit too clunky though. Like that, that I think can definitely be narrowed down. I really do, um, and I would love feedback on that as well. Yeah. But that's probably my favorite bit, just because 
Uh, it's on, it's on a sort of taboo topic and it's kind of subversive, but I still think it's funny as hell. So I really want to play with it, you know? Dude, it, it was, it was so well done. Like that, ah. that was one where I was, it's one of those where you're like, Oh, I wish I thought of that. Like it's super well crafted <laughs> and like the wording and the economy of it. I mean, you really do express it um, super efficiently, but also super clearly. Like, how did how did that joke um, how did that joke start? Like, yeah, I mean, how did that joke grow into like such a tight bit like that? So okay, so I was, and here's the thing: I actually do because you know how they do the whole thing where like you see like runners do the whole race in front of it. I do that with my sets, so I actually hmm. think about it. Like, how would I do it on stage? What am I, am I walking during this bit? Am I, seriously, I do all that overanalyzation stuff. Um, and so I was thinking, how would this bit work in front of a crowd? And I, and I had stuff like, you know, okay, well, I wanted to do how bored the terrorists are during COVID because we haven't had any terrorist attacks during COVID. Okay. And so that evolved from, you know, the whole jihad in place didn't work. That was like my first little one line uh-huh. as opposed to shelter in place. Um, and then I was like, okay, well, how do I do that with, with the fact that, you know, they, the embarrassment theme. So I took, I took kind of the, the thing I was working on there. And so they're not bored. They're, they're embarrassed because uh, they don't, they're not, they're irrelevant at this point because we did all the damage to ourselves. And so that's kind of like, so it, just, it was just granular. It was just like, yeah. okay, so I have an idea. So, I mean, like, here's. Yeah, show here's us. The, yeah, I love this. Okay. Okay. Me, um, you know, it's. Hold on. Let me, um, so, I'm going to zoom in on you. Hold, Go back, hold it up one more time yeah, yeah. so people can read it. Um, right. Well, I don't, I don't know if they can read it. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. Uh, it's fine. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, so here is part one, a scribbler. And this is actually on two different notepads. I'm not lying. There's two different notepads here. Wow. So I've got the actual like chunks and bits written out. And then I've got my crazy word association that I've got. And I do this for write 10 also. Um, but what I do is, so I had embarrassment and I just, every single word I can think of. And then I have sentence fragments. I'm embarrassed for you. I'm embarrassed because. I'll, and so that's why I do it. So the first half of my column is always the word. And then the second half is always sentence fragments I can use in the joke. Uh-huh. And then that, might, and then that might spark something. And so that's what I did. I'm so I was like, you know, the terrorists are bored. They're embarrassed. And so how do I work? How do I just shift that? Why would they be embarrassed? Well, we, because they're obsolete because we did it to ourselves, oh, you know, geez, and so then, smart. and so then what are their options after that? It's like, I don't know, I'll go back to grad school. Cause I was at the time I was just seeing a bunch of online ads on going back to get your MFA in creative writing. Uh-huh. And I was like, that would be hilarious, you know? And originally it was like two, like a conversation between two terrorists, like on Skype or whatever. Like, I don't know what you're going to do. I'll go back to grad school, get my MFA. I don't know. But it was something. And so that's how that joke kind of catalyzed. And how do you, in 90 seconds, editing, Editing is so crucial in 90 seconds. And that's why word economy was one of the judging parameters because it's so important in stand-up in general. But in 90 seconds, you really got to get to the point. So how did you know what to keep, what was actually funny to actually start, you know, parsing it down to the bare essentials? Uh, well, I, I, I think it was, I mean, it was one bit. It was, 
we did it to ourselves. So that's why they're, that's why they're obsolete. Okay. So, we, you know, it, it's our fault that, no, it's not you. It's, it's not you. It's me. Kind of thing. <laughs> uh, so that's the one joke. Right. And then everything else was just tags. You know, have you thought about going back to grad school? You'll see more versions there. Uh, um, so I treated each of those just as their own one liners. Like, you know, like, so those weren't part of the original bit in my mind. And I think part of it is because all I had done up to this point, you know, I, I do one liners. So I'm like, uh, I, you know, I try to style it like, you know, Stephen Wright, Mitch Hedberg, those kind of guys. Right. That's what I like to do. And so I'm used to just writing one or two sentences at a time, like the Chihuahua joke, you know, one, two sentences, and then a, and then a little tag about it being creepy that we're making eye contact, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, just something subtle like that. Um, uh, but that's it. I mean, I, 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 and plus, just as a, you know, writing in general for a long time, you know, you gotta learn to kill your darling. Like, I had a joke that that I closed with once where it was like, I was told to kill my darling, so I got my rescue kittens in a box. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sorry guys, it's for comedy. Right. You know, right. You know, so that joke did not go over well, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but it was like at the time I was just talking to other comedians, so I didn't care. Um, but that's how I feel about it. It's like, I am ruthless. Like I will take, I will work, I will rework a joke. I will throw everything out except for two words and then just rewrite it. And that's just the way I've always kind of done it. Uh, just got, just got ruthless. How, I mean, that's, it's so much easier said than done though. Like how have you been able to, cause I think, I think like writing is a muscle and it's a skill. I think editing is also its own separate muscle and a skill that you get stronger at the more you do it. But like, that's something a lot of comics struggle with is just killing your darlings. This is my idea. You know, I, I need to express this. I mean, how do you overcome that resistance? Take your ego out of it. Hmm. That's all it is. That's your that's your ego talking, saying, no, I'm funny and these guys will get this. Uh, and that's not always the case. So you you have to be able to boil it down to what's going to be relatable to them first and, and then make that funny. Yeah, that's my that's my opinion. I'm not like talking out from a state of authority. I've done this four times. But you said you're a writer, right? But you're yeah, yeah. I've been a writer and an editor forever. Yeah, so you're like you're. This is coming from a place of credibility here. Give yourself some credit. You're the number one joke writer in the Hot Breathiverse, Bob Jorgensen. Well, (laughs) sure. <laughs> I love how confident everyone, even EJ, before we even started, was like, "Guys, these weren't great." Everybody, the ego, yeah. Put your yeah, ego lower aside, your Bob. It's well deserved. It was. It was a great Thank set. Thank you so much. Yeah, I will definitely be doing this again. Yeah, people are people are really loving that Chihuahua joke. Um, a lot of people saying I loved oh. it. How Evelyn asked, "How did you write that joke?" Um. Sure. So here's the thing. Like, I'm a dog person. Okay. I'm a dog lover. I've been, I, I, you know, dogs since the day I was born. I own two cats. I have not, I've not owned a dog in like 20 years. Oh, 25 man. Years. Because I have a wife who, is, who does not want a dog in the house. So cats are, cats are low maintenance, you know, but, but I've always been a dog guy. And actually uh, Guinness inspired that joke uh, <gasps> because it's true. It's true story. Um, so because cool. I'm like, okay, 
I'm like, so here's the thing. I'm like, so cats, cats just aren't embarrassing. They're embarrassed by you. They're not, you know, that's the whole separate line of joke right there. Okay. So I was like, okay, well, I know dogs can be embarrassing. What's embarrassing about dog? Well, they're always sniffing crotches. And I'm like, okay, well, I've always had big dogs, but like Guinness is tiny. Guinness is a small dog. And I'm like, okay, well, what's really awkward? Well, the dog's still sniffing crotches, but now you have to help them up to get there. You know? And and then that joke doesn't work if you don't physically lift the dog. Like if you don't show them. Yeah, the act out. Yeah, you acting it out really adds a dimension to it. Yeah, and then and then to like look up and make eye contact, you know, mm-hmm. and, it was, and then then it's like, okay, so is it for the dog or is it for you? And that's what I wanted to play with right there. <laughs> like, yeah. like, who is getting more out of this? <laughs> you know, just have a little bit of a creepy vibe to it. And uh, there you go. <laughs> you, you still, it sounds like you almost had like a checklist, and I'm glad like we had an emotional theme for people to build on. But it is kind of like I have this idea. Okay, now how does embarrassment filter into it? Like you do with the terrorists, like they're boring. Oh no, but what if they're embarrassed? How are they embarrassed? You almost seem to have like a checklist of questions you put stuff through. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's exactly what I do. I'm like, because, you know, I'm always like doing the what ifs and the if thens. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, I got that part from, I got that part from you. It's like, well, what if, what if you take this word and just change it? What if you do it? And what if it's this situation instead of that? Or, you know and so um yeah and that's that's where i got that part it's just like okay well here's my idea but okay that's just my first idea what's my second and third idea and then how do i so what what, and i'm asking myself what's my next idea like (laughs) you know i'm writing that down i'm like okay well okay well there's that but now what else what's next and i have to physically write that down like i can't just ruminate in my head otherwise i'll forget it so People are saying they're loving, they love hearing the process and they're, they're saying they're learning a lot, a lot from you here, Bob. That's great. Something else I, um, I found is I was looking for personal because every comic wants to find their voice. And the number one thing is it's gotta be personal material. And what I, what I was interested in you is you seem to be very intentional about framing it personally, even if it's like. Um, even if it's the penguin joke to where you, you could have just said the penguin thing and see, it's not only human males that can't make a woman orgasm, you know, but you seem to be intentional of making sure, even if it doesn't seem like it's about you, you framed it to then become you. Well, that's, that's some healthy narcissism right there. <laughs> just make it all about me. <laughs> but that's way. personal. Every, that's what I was looking yeah. for. We were looking for in judging these. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I think, I think that is my weakest aspect is, um, is delving in. Like, for instance, you know, I, I will sometimes say, you know, my wife in a joke or my kids in a joke, but I don't ever actually talk about anything that they have actually said or done. Mm-hmm. that's that's like a line that i don't want to cross because i don't want to make it about you know punching down or i guess on them right uh, you know so i would there's a, like there's a great british comic who just um who does these little snappy one-liners and he would always 
reference his grandparents. He would say my my or, or his dad or something like that. He's like, my dad did this, my other dad did this, my other dad did that. They're all fictional. And he would just keep using them over and over again, but keep saying it that way. Um, but yeah, but personal personal humor is hard. And I, and every time in the right ten club, that's what I'm focusing on is how do I make it more personal? And it's mixed results. I mean it's like, you know, there are some days where it's just I have trouble coming up with anything. The, like the more personal it is, the harder it is. And I, yeah. I, I love that. And I, and I love the fact that it's so hard. Um, and I, yeah. So I, I struggle with it. I really do. But yeah, I thought, okay, well, sure. There's this idea in my head that I want to make funny. So how do I make it funny? But from my own point of view, I guess, I don't know if that works, but that's, that's how I did it. <laughs> it yeah. I mean, it, it clearly worked. And honestly, like if you, if they weren't framed, to be personal to you, then I don't think you would have been in the top three because it wouldn't have, um, it wouldn't have fit all the criteria. You know, we're hearing like sure. EJ talking about his divorce and his kids and things like that. Right. And Scott talking about his struggles with self-esteem and things like that. So people are coming from a personal place. So if it didn't have that touch, the audience also won't connect with you as much because it's not about you. The audience wants to hear about you, the comedian on stage. So yeah, that was, that was a is. I'm. What was funny is like I my wife wanted to see the top three yesterday, <laughs> and, and she had so much fun with them that we ended up sitting there and watching every single submission um, together. Wow! But um, she said she was going to log on and vote for you, but I guess she um, she's still asleep. No, I'm just kidding. She's awake. But <laughs> oh, I appreciate I appreciate the sentiment though. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was a great set, man. You really, it's it's really well. It was really well deserved. The competition was tight too. I mean, this, that's yeah. I was excited to get in here and let the hot breath of us vote because, like, we all like agreed. We all had a consensus, but it was like, but who is really? It's gonna be. It's coming down to the wire. I I was really, um, I was really like you know. Uh, uh, very like uh, positively like oh look well so all three of them got together and uh, decided to pass the buck so great job on that <laughs> like, oh yeah you're like oh no no I ain't touching I ain't touching this let the hot breath of earth decide we're a community <laughs> yeah let, let, let the plebes decide Please? Yeah, let, no. Let, no no <laughs> we're all of us together all of us not but uh, yeah I, I, I can't think you and uh you know, and men met enough. And I guess some guy named Trent was also involved. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only person I haven't like actually met yet. Or I haven't talked to yet. Oh, so you, haven't, like, you haven't talked to Trent no, yet? I haven't, no, no. I haven't. I've workshopped with Mitt and that was the one time. But, you oh, know, great. So I have to give a little, little, little roast there. Sorry, Trent. Oh, yeah. And Scott, people are wanting to see other submissions. Yeah. Scott asked if uh, we're, yeah. people are allowed to post theirs. Yeah. If you're... If you're in the contest and you want to share your submission, post it in the group. Um, yeah, please, please, please share it. And yeah, EJ I, would or, I would love to see everybody's man. Yeah, I would, it was everybody. it was really cool. I'm I'm really excited to keep doing more of these. And um, yeah, it was a big learning experience, especially reviewing <laughs> and giving feedback on thirty sets. <laughs> Yeah, that's daunting man. <laughs> that was that was a learning experience for all of us but it was all well worth it and um everybody who submitted 
you're going to be getting feedback by tomorrow um, because it's actually my mom's birthday. So at, right after this, I'm actually going to I'm going to meet her and um, we're going to go to her place and have some social distance birthday lunch. But you'll get them by the latest um, tomorrow. All your feedback. Sweet. Um, yeah, this is great. Uh, is there anything else you um, you want to share with the hot breath verse, Bob? Just one other thing. So if you haven't, so I just signed up for for Joel's class. I actually haven't even gone past the intro video. Oh, I thought you were going to credit the class for the. <laughs> but here's uh, the thing. I I watched the special. I watched the special twice. Uh, wow. And here's the thing. So if you so it's, so everything that you talked about in the right ten club, it's all right there, like kind of in a row almost, like all this stuff. You know, the power of threes, all that. But what I like the most, and the reason I think people would like the bit the most, um, you're talking about it being personal, uh, is because you left the bloopers in, like you mm-hmm. like the. Yeah, you know, I don't want I don't want to spoil it for people who aren't into it, but um, but there's that whole. It's a very human segment, and I was like, okay, he left that in because now we can all like. We, I see a human side to Joel where he's not like, you know, just some, you know, Rick Astley looking kind of guy. <laughs> Rick Astley. <laughs> you know, every time, every time I turn on the hot breath, you know, right 10 club, I'm like, am I getting Rick rolled right now? But, uh, hilarious. But, there's, but that whole bit is just like, you know, that's very real. That's like, you know, and I love to see how the sausage is made. I really do. Right. And, you know, and, I, I just thought that to me that was a very enjoyable bit there. I'm glad that I'm glad that that was all one take and I, I loved it. So oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, I was very intentional with wanting, especially with every comedy special being this completely un just like unblemished gem and the swooping crane shots and everything's perfect and they recorded yeah. six times to get every syllable right. Like I really wanted to kind of get back to that raw feeling of comedy, which just you're in a small venue. It's funny, but not perfect or it wouldn't be real, you know? Right. You know, and there's bloopers in the right, in the, in the right. Yeah. There's like stuff, stuff happens, but yet that's sometimes the most enjoyable part. It's a little bit of a little bit of a window into what trolls really like. And I, I just appreciate you saying that, man. I love that. Love it. So, so. I'm, I'm actually going to post a link to that. Um, <laughs> in, um, right now, because it is, yeah, I mean, it was a labor of love after 10 years in comedy. And even the, oh. the course, um, you haven't gotten into the course yet, but I actually use the course as and the special as like a template for the technique. So I talk about the technique and then give you a, the example from the special. So if you get the course, yeah. you get you get the special for free also. Yeah, sign up for the class, guys, seriously. Yeah, come on. What are y'all doing? <sighs> I appreciate that. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> been great. I guess I might as well post do. At least I could do. <laughs> post on, I'm just posting links now. That's all. <laughs> just a shill from a, from a nobody. No, no problem. Look at that. He's <laughs> been in the class a week, and he already won the right 10 contest. So something's uh, something good's happening. Yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely oh, man. Crazy. Well, is there anything I, you, you can uh, promote or where people can support or keep in touch with you or anything? Um, I could tell you, I mean, you can follow me on Twitter if you want. Uh, that's where I, that's where I hang out most of the time. Uh, okay. it's just Bob J comedy. Uh, so pretty, uh, you know, I've already like, I'm, I'm already, I like hooked up with EJ and uh, a bunch of others. 
uh, from here. And, and, I, and I love to do that. That's where I like to just like riff with people all, all day long. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm not doing any shows. I'm, I'm not really doing any zooms or anything like that just by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm considering it, but I, I, I'm not, things are opening up here. Like things are like, people are having open mics on stage here. It's where's here. Like, uh, sorry, Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh, Lincoln, Nebraska. So Great. The comedy mecca that is Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> okay. So, yes, the, the corn know, huskers. That, Nothing funnier than high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you've seen if you've seen our record these last few years, that's no joke either. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, so yeah. bad. Oh, so dude. bad. I've been off sugar for six weeks. I, I've been reading a lot about sugar and yeah, I don't even <laughs> want to I won't even get into the conspiracies around sugar. But yeah, it's real. And oh, it's your sure. fault, Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, I I blame us for a lot of things. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's I mean, there's you know, it's, it's just a couple of open mics here in town. Um, and uh, and I'm just not I'm like, there's a difference between like dying on stage and then dying on stage so i'm not gonna do that uh, i'll wait i'll hold right. off right right and, right and i'll just keep writing now i'm taking your advice i'm just gonna keep pounding out writing and then when i go up there hopefully blow the roof off the dump yeah so, exactly it's kind of like that's the focusing on like like what you can control and right now we can control how much work we're putting in off stage whether that is writing every day in the right 10 club networking with other comics so when shows do come back like this community is not only built to help people get better at comedy but also start connecting with like-minded comics so you're in lincoln maybe someone's doing a road trip and they're like oh hey bob i'm gonna be coming through nebraska is there a show i can get on things like that oh fantastic yeah absolutely um, and I, and here's the thing about the whole COVID thing. And I know you got to get to, to, to your mom's thing. Uh, but here's the whole thing about the COVID thing. Like I've been meeting, I've met comedians now that I would never have interacted with yeah. in a normal world. Right. Like mm-hmm. I am, I'm making connections with New York comics. Um, you know, like people are liking my tweets that I put out, you know, that are little one-liners or whatever. So you know, and like, you know, being able to workshop with anybody in the group is just a huge uh, ability. And I, and I just, I look forward to it. Send me stuff. I will talk about it. I will send you stuff and we can talk about it. I love it. Yeah. So just 24 seven, hit me up. Yes. Um, We're all in this together. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, and Robin says, take the course. It could lead to winning a hundred dollars. That's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, yeah. The- the proof is in the pudding, Bob. You killed it, man. I mean, you won. You won fairly convincingly, and it was very well deserved. So, great job, Bob. I appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Awesome. All right, and this is going to be on Hot Breath tomorrow. Just so you know, oh. so you're going to oh, be great. on Hot Breath podcast tomorrow. So just prepare Fantastic. yourself for that, buddy. My condolences to your audience. <laughs> All right, well, Bob, oh. keep up the great work, man. You're putting in a lot of hard work. Um, in that right 10 club and in the community and we really appreciate it oh Thanks. do you have a real job by the way uh you know i do <laughs> sorry mitt just asked if you have a real job um yeah uh, i'm actually uh an addiction counselor <laughs> great so awesome. yeah that's what i do very nice um, and, I, and that's the other thing i don't talk about like i don't talk about that in my comedy and even though, even though i've been like criticized for it but um yeah, that's one thing I don't touch. But uh, yeah, that's what I do. I, I help uh, 
treat uh, gambling addicts and, uh, you know, help them uh, through life. So that's what I do. Wow. That's so great. Man, the, the story of Bob just keeps getting richer and richer. Oh, yeah. You do not want to see the uh, the index. That's a, that's a, that's a long... <laughs> <laughs> twisted twisted group of words there so well, people are saying right. go bob great job great interview amaze bob it's um <laughs> this has been great yeah well deserved bob keep up the great work buddy and uh i guess we'll see you in the right 10 club tomorrow yeah absolutely every day all right thanks bob give bob a round of applause everyone Woo, thanks everyone day, bob thank you too well, there you go, Hot breath verse. Go forth, join that Facebook group, start getting better at comedy with comedians from around the world, and we will see you back on the podcast next Monday right here on Hot Breath. Hot Breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.